Hello friends, how are you? I have been MIA for a second. I did record a podcast that was supposed to be edited and sent to the um, platform, but you know, life was happening. Who knew? Corona was all in our midst before we knew it was in our midst. But I wanted to come on today to just, you know, share that yes, we are jump starting Cadence in the Clouds again this spring and this we're going to do a couple of things differently we're going to still be talking to people about their purpose and their passion and that journey that they've experienced in their lifetime their profession and how it speaks to prophetically speaks to their purpose in life but i'm also going to add like some expert how to's on jump starting your passion project now everyone is going through this um this time of, 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 of isolation and COVID where they're saying, oh, I'm going to, you know, start my new business. I, I'm about to kick off this hustle. No. How about you reflect first, you know? Reflect on that past hustle. Reflect on that past business. Reflect on the current hustle. Reflect on the current business. How can you improve it? But more importantly, reflect on self. You know, what what's needed? Where have you been tired? Where have you been lacking? Where have you been in a space of not knowing what to do next? That's important. And before you try to jumpstart something new, upstart a, a brand new venture, how about you recalibrate self? And what does recalibrating self look like? Number one, meditate, but not just for 20 minutes, for a week. Meditate for two weeks, meditate for a month. Reflect within this meditation, reflect on everything that has been happening to you and with with you and with with the projects that you've been working with. Meditate on what it is that you want from life, but meditate on where you are and where you want to be. Meditate on silence. I'm telling you everything else, but meditate on silence. Just sit there. It, it could be five minutes at a time. We've done podcasts on this before. I have a soundtrack that I will play and that soundtrack is about 45 minutes to an hour and the music is soothing. The music takes me, it takes me away from my current state. It, it, it just transfers me to another realm and it's a mixture of classical, jazz, gospel. I need that in order to go through a recalibration process. So if I'm going to lay there and listen to that music and put on the good um, aromatic air freshener stuff and light a candle or two or maybe burn some incense, then that's what it's going to be. Shut off my phone. Well, I have a couple of them, but shut off the other phone. Allow the music to play and allow myself to, you know, go through these, 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 these realms and go through this process and go through this, this nothingness meditate on that because when you get up you might say oh my head feels heavy you know i feel a little lethargic you might have released some stuff into the atmosphere you might have released some negativity that was you know it was in the foundation of who you are as a person and negativity in the space in the in the thought of i'm going to release this fear i'm going to release this this um disobedience. I'm going to release this procrastination. I'm going to release this, you know, I need somebody to help me. This this needy attitude, spirit, cloak, whatever it is that I wear. And I need to release all of that. And then 
once there's that open space, I always say when we do a release, you leave a box open for something else to permeate that space. So my prayer at the end of every meditation and or any silent session or any sit down, Karen, just check yourself for a minute because you need to re, you know, regroup is now I'm open for this to come in. I'm open for these gifts and talents. I'm open for this current gift and talent that I have to blossom into a 2.0, 3.0, I am open for um, that added piece of, of skill set that I needed in order to be a master at this. I'm ready for that to be deposited into me. You got to ask for what you want. You know, I'm currently writing and, and it's, it's, it's harder than it was for the first book, right? And I, again, I'm going through the doubting process. And so when I stop and I have to reflect and I have to meditate, I'm like, you know, am I writing because I think that I should write something else and that I should have another book out? Or am I writing because, again, dutifully, I am being obedient to God and that he's depositing something else into me? So this whole I'm second week into second week into quarantine and I'm like, oh, this is a little different. Uh, I have a lot of time on my hands. Yes and no. I'm doing more for work than I've done than I do at work. But as far as my inserting quiet time and inserting thought and inserting writing and everything else, I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. That's all part of the process I'm realizing. And even as I'm talking about it now, that's all part of what I'm writing about. So we'll see what comes out of that. I'll be talking about that at a later time. But yes, you need to meditate so you can start recalibration. Another thing that you need to do, I don't journal. I am not a writer. I, I just feel like if you write some craziness, shit's going to catch up to you at some point and you might not want it to. Or, you know, I don't necessarily revisit what I write. Um, so I would say if you feel that journaling is something that's good for you, write about the days and write about the thoughts of the day. Write about the thoughts of the day. You may get a bright idea. And bright eyed, let me tell you, I am one. If you follow me on social media, Karen H. St. Hilaire, I always have something when I go, you know, me and my bright ideas. Sometimes they're not the best of ideas, but they were, it was bright at the moment that I thought about it. You know, but chronicle your ideas, chronicle your thoughts, chronicle your wishes and desires, chronicle all of it. Because if you are one that revisits monthly or quarterly or annually, you will see that when you actually released that thought and you released that idea and you released that desire into the universe and you were prayerful about it and you meditated on it and you talked to God about it, somewhere along the line, you actually started engaging within that, that activity and it was just seamless and it was, it was as if it was always there. It was in continuum with everything that you have been doing. That is because sometimes you need to release it in order for it to be activated. And so chronicle what you want and talk to yourself about it. Listen, I am the epitome of your only child. I will talk to myself and answer. Call me crazy if you want, but it's worked for me for all these 40 some odd years and it's gonna continue to work for the other 40 that God has for me right now, okay? So you need to chronicle it, talk about it, pray about it, and, and allow it to be released into the universe to see what happens. Another thing that you can and should do is share with, you know, okay, before you share, reassess your holy of holies. I don't know if I ever shared this. Um, 
I know in the book I talk about you know your 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 whole your, your squad, right? And I have my squad, <laughs> and they're dope. Um, and then I have pods, like I have sleeper cells of different people that I rock with. And within these different groups, I maybe you know you can pull folks out and share certain things. I tend to share certain things with certain groups because that's their expertise and then I tend to share other things with other groups right so I say this to say assess your holy of holies that's what I call them or your Lacosta Nostra or your your um elite eight whatever that inner circle is that you have assessed them because sometimes you got to retire people out or you got to trade or you got to just ex exorcise people from that circle because they don't show their tush and you know some people when they when they give you their ass to kiss you got to be like okay thanks bye you gotta go so you assess that group and the reason why you have to do that is in this moment of silence of isolation of thinking of free will in this moment of COVID 19 where we are just stuck with ourselves, you need to be able to say, I have this bright idea and let me call Karen and see what she thinks about it. And know for a fact that Karen's gonna be like, girl, what? Stop. Or, hmm, you know, two years ago, this is what you said. Or, hey, this has been something that you have been posting about, talking about, because the nuances of the idea that you've had, it's like butterfly kisses, right? You have been talking about it or just releasing it into the atmosphere in general conversation for a period of time or something like that, and you have not even paid attention to it. You've been just dropping butterfly kisses left and right. And then you will speak to a friend or a colleague or someone within the Holy of Holies and you'll say, hey, I've been sitting here and I've been brooding over this and this is what my idea is. And they can actually give it form and shape because they remember that you talked about it. They remember that you wanted it done. They remember that you were all, you know, you were all into it on the nitty gritty. So you want to meditate, you want to journal, you want to assess that Holy of Holy group. And that assessing of the Holy of Holy group and, and, you know, shifting people around speaks to the the third aspect of it, um, the fourth aspect of, of it, which is you need to then share with someone, share with a group of people, share um, with that, with the trusted individual that's going to be able to regurgitate the butterfly kisses that you have planted across the board. And lastly, let's think about this, right? You've done all this stuff, you know, because we don't know how long we're going to be in isolation. We don't know how long this thing is going to last. A new, if you're in New York City, child, we ain't nowhere near the curve. And if you're in New Orleans, I don't think you're at the curve either because you guys are over there doing a second line. Um, but what I do know is you begin to do the work of purpose-driven um, activity subconsciously. You begin doing the work. You begin doing purpose-driven work subconsciously. You do it because it's something that's in your heart. You do it because it is something that you're so passionate about, it becomes second nature to you. And so when you really sit back and say, hey, I've assessed all of these things, myself, my mind, where I am, where I've been, where I've gone and where I wanna go, um, I think that maybe I need to take this current project 
to a 2.0 level or I need to take this idea that I have right now that I have been working on with different groups in different times and different areas in a small scale. Maybe I want to bring that out into the open. I want to share it with the world. Like, you know, you got to be like Drake. I try to keep the world away from my son. And all of a sudden now we done seen the son because he decided the world. We are not worthy to see his child. You have to get in that same mindset. The world is not worthy. It's not worthy to see these ideas and these things that I've been working on. And now listen, don't be coming up with no ideas where you have to go find some million dollars um, to to bring it to fruition. Or you're going to put people out of their way to bring it to fruition. Purpose-driven work, half of the time when you're doing it, you've already been doing it. It's already being done. And it's just that it needs to, and there's a certain skill set, your hands, your mind, your words, your heart, it takes it to the next level. And so that's usually the fuel that it needs. If you don't have it, it's not going to work. And that's when <laughs> imposter syndrome comes in. But sometimes you are the imposter. And let's be clear about things. If it wasn't given to you, someone was telling you an idea, all of a sudden you want to jump on top of it. If you know that you're being the imposter when it stops work, when the thing is not working for you, knock it off. Knock it off. Because purpose-driven work, it comes from the heart. It comes from the gut. More importantly, it comes from the spirit. You'll know. I, gotta, I don't have to expound on that. You know what it is because you know it wasn't yours or you know it wasn't given to you. You would know it wasn't laid on your heart and you know when it's yours. You know when it was given to you and you know when it's laid on your heart. And so another thing that you might want to think about doing is researching what that thought, that that inkling, that tingling, that little tickle, tickle, um, the butterfly kisses, research it. Like, you know, what's this about? Like, I've been thinking about this. I've been dreaming about this. This has been, every time I turn around, someone's doing something, I see the glimmer of this. And this, I've been drawn to this. Whatever this is, I, you, if you notice I'm using the term butterfly kisses, I I love when when things come to me now and I know that it's, it's, it's a spirit move, I call them butterfly kisses, right? And so when you know that these butterfly kisses are being planted, research it. Because nine times out of ten, someone is doing it somewhere else or there's something about it. But it's, there's something waiting for you out there for you to be able to work on it. Information is already out there for you. Because remember, in the 23rd Psalm, said you set a table before me, right? You set a table before me, everybody go in the presence of my... For me, set a table before me comes in many forms. And with friends, you set a table before me. With enemies, you set a table before me. With skills, you set a table before me. With uh, assets, um, thoughts. Uh, movement it, it a table is a table a table that's set for you period point blank the end you know there's a place where you will be able to glean more information to grow your thought to execute your thought to share your thought listen and nine times out of ten that thought or that thing that you're going to bring to life is going to bless a whole lot of people it's going to and they may not tell you because you know some people don't like telling you when you bless them it's going to be something that a lot of people need. And two two things come. There's an upside and there's a downside to it. The upside is the blessing will be, you know, astronomical. And people will just, their lives may be better for it. The situations may be better for it. Um, their hearts will be better for it, right? The downside to it is, right, we're so, you know, we're, we want money. You want to be paid, Right finance is a big thing for us and you may not make money from it and someone will be like this you did all this work you did all this hustling and you ain't getting no coins 
sometimes you have to know you will know that the reward will be something else the reward may be an open door the reward may be another association the reward may be in heaven i don't know you know we can't speak to that but if you're prayerful about what you're doing if you're if you're honest if you're true if your heart is right with it and it's right with it and you meditate and talk to God about it going right back down to meditation then you'll know what the end result is and you'll be prepared for it because let me tell you if you're not going to make money from obedient work provision will come somewhere else trust and believe ask your pastor ask your friends ask your cousin provision will come from somewhere else and you just have to recognize provision for what it is and where it's coming from Okay, I just wanted to share that I am sitting home and just going through and said, let me drop a podcast. There'll be no intro. There'll be no outro. It's just us. And um, you guys enjoy quiet time. I'll see you in meditative land. (laughs) Bye.